Welcome to Reflections from WT, the heart and soul of the Texas Panhandle. I'm Randy Ray, and I'm joined today with my boss, Dr. Walter Windler, the 11th president of West Texas A&M. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Randy. How are you? Well, I'm, I'm okay. I need a haircut. Yeah, I do too, actually. And there was a thing in the paper about um, how to give yourself a haircut in the Emerald Gold. Oh, man. There's a whole page. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, our preacher held that thing up and said, anybody foolish enough to follow these instructions, get a haircut is a mistake. Yeah, it's a yeah. mistake. I, I think I'm just going to let it go as long yeah, as I can. Yeah, let it go. So. It'd be like the 60s again. Yeah, Not these are 70s. 70s. These are weird times. Yes, uh, Unusual times and unusual semester. I, w- I want to just ask you, what are you doing to stay sane? Well, I continue to, my work, actually, I'm, I think I'm working more because I'm primarily working out of the house. And what happens is I don't get a chance to separate myself by getting in the car and leaving the office and going to the house, even though for me, that's a short ride right now. The bottom line is it was still like a physical separation. Now it's just on the clock. You know, when it when the clock ticks, the day's over. But it's not over when you're home and you've been working in the house all day long. So I'm I'm working hard. There's a lot to do. And, you know, we're making plans for the fall and we're thinking about recruitment, even continue to think about recruitment right now. So we're uh, we're staying busy. We're staying. Everybody is staying busy. Are you getting out much? Yeah, I try to walk. Um, I walk about three miles every day. And a pretty good clip. I'm always less than 16 minutes a mile for walkers. That's a it's a pretty I'm hustling. I'm hustling. And uh, some days I'm below 15. If well, I've got a lot on my mind, I'm really trucking along. <laughs> the other day I was driving close to your house, and uh, I saw you working as you were walking. Yeah, oh, was that on the cell phone? You were on your phone working <laughs> even while you were walking. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I, I tell my students, and I, I think it's really important that um, it's a good good to set the digital devices down and just get out and get into nature and. Um, I get off the grid sometimes. Yeah, I should. I should leave the phone home, but I listen to music uh, when I'm walking. Yeah, and then it yeah. rings. I get texts and so on, and I just. Yeah, Let, let's talk about safe gathering online a little bit. Have you? How many Zoom meetings have you been in on over the last couple of months? Oh, at least two a day, and some days three <laughs> or four. I go from one to the next. Uh, it's like watching uh, most, a lot of your listeners wouldn't know, but it's like watching uh, Hollywood Squares yeah. or the Brady Bunch. Everybody's yeah. gridded off, you know. And My my, my immediate boss, Dr. Trudy Hansen, sent us all an article about um, being Zoom fatigued, and I'm starting to feel that. I bit. am too. It's just not the same as meeting in person. No, it's not. Um, and I, I think that some of our students, maybe even some of our faculty, through all of this have got kind of in a weird place. And one of the things that WT is offering is online counseling. Yeah, I probably, I probably should take advantage of some of that myself, but I haven't. Um, But yeah, because people, it is weird. It's weird to relate to the world through a, through a handheld device or a computer screen. It's just different. And uh, we need the interaction. Yeah. I think that's a good thing that WT is offering. Another thing that WT is offering is our spring virtual graduation. That's going to happen on May 9th. That's kind of a neat thing. I'm it, excited about that. I think it's going to be a very neat thing. And as a matter of fact, in some ways, I think there may be some things that we are doing for this virtual graduation that we may do forever. 
For example, uh, we ask students to, that want to partake in this to do a one to three minute video recounting, you know, some reflections from mm-hmm. West Texas A&M. And I've watched a few of these things and they are amazing. They, they are good. Tug at your heart. Well, I mean, some of them are really good. Some of them are a little less mature, I'll say. You know, there's just people being giddy about it and so on. But it's, you know, that's fine too. There's a lot of different reactions. But the point is, some of these things, there was one I watched that uh, almost made me cry. This yeah. this young lady thanking her parents and her boyfriend and the one with the name. pictures I saw that one yeah yeah pretty impressive yeah, yeah very impressive. impressive nicely done and the the uh, technical uh, capabilities pretty high mm-hmm. good production mm-hmm. values and everything so yeah. I um, I think that's going to be good uh, John Sharp is going to address the group uh, the chair chair of the Texas A and M University System Board of Regents Elaine Mendoza is going to address the group. Uh, for price is going to address the group. This is one of the things you can't normally do. You can't get them all in one place. Yeah. Well, it's virtual. Yeah. So Ken King, I mean, I've already seen the videos. Ken King from out in the, out in the field by a barn addressed the group. Um, John Smithy, uh, who is kind of funny, he told me, I said, you know, you can be in casual clothes. This is special. And he said, well, my, my wife wants me to put on a suit and tie. So he did. <laughs> you know, if he ever hears this, he might be embarrassed. But he, he, I told him, I said, you're the best looking state rep. We've got nicest <laughs> dressed. <laughs> but anyway, we, we uh, so it's, uh, I'm, I'm, um, I think for a kind of a second fiddle deal, it's going to be good. But I also think, you know, the faculty are going to record things. There'll be a whole bunch of channels on this site. So you can go like to the uh, College of uh, Engineering and hear from the dean and various faculty. And then all of the videos from students who graduated in engineering will be, will be clustered up on that site. Then we'll have a site that's local leaders. Gary Henders uh, did a did the a mayor. Yeah, yeah, the mayor of uh, Canyon did a thing. Uh, the mayor of uh, Amarillo did a thing. We would never get all those people at graduation. Yeah. So I, you know, this it's a cloud, but but it's got a silver lining in my mind. I, I think it's yeah. going to be a nice thing that people have a remembrance. You know, you know, Dr. Windler, through all of this, uh, one of the things that's come to my mind is sometimes people through the negative things like this pandemic. A lot of students are very nervous to be far away from home. I mean, I have student. I had a student email me two days ago from France that uh, that's finishing up my class, and uh, I, I think when something like this happens, people want to be at home or closer to home. And I think that's one of the great things about WT. Don't you agree with me? I do agree, especially in this region. Uh, we are close to home. You know, from uh, you know, you you can commute here from Plainview if you really wanted to, halfway between here and Lubbock. But we got a lot of Lubbock students that come here because it's still relatively close to home, but it's away from home. Uh, you know, you get a chance to kind of um, kind of test your own metal and so on and so forth. I uh, this summer um, we are talking to a lot of students, and um, I would say this to your listeners that. Um, Next fall or this summer, if someone wants to come to WT and get started here, um, maybe they got accepted at um, Alabama or LSU or somewhere, and they think to themselves, well, until all this settles down, I want to stay close. Mm -hmm. We can help them stay close because we're here, and we can also help them by guiding them in what courses they should take when they get to one of these other institutions. So yeah. we can kind of really uh, tune up our advising to fit with them. Now, some of them may get here and decide they want to stay. You well, know, that's, that's a, what I think. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's a possibility. <laughs> and I, I don't want to be, 
I don't want to push anybody to do something they don't want to do on the one hand, but on the other hand, I want to be able to serve students and I want the university to serve students because they're here and because they're local. And I think that's, uh, I think that's a, a message that a lot of people will appreciate, you know, that uh, they can stay close for a year or more if they want to, but, yeah. and, you know. You know, that, that, that kind of happened to me. I, I grew up in Pampa and I, I, I when I finally, finally decided I wanted to go to college, I didn't know where I wanted to go, and I didn't think I wanted to go to WT because it was too close. Yeah. But when I got over here, that 70 miles is longer than you think between yep. here and Pampa. Yep. Yep. And, and I, I never felt like I was close to home. But when I wanted to go home, it was nice to be kind of close. Yeah. So. Yeah, you could run home uh, if your mom made uh, spaghetti on uh, Wednesday nights <laughs> yeah. and you really liked it. You yeah. could you could drive home for the spaghetti, bring a load or two of wash, yeah. and get I the wash done. Did that. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you yeah. did. I know you did. <laughs> um, and then, you know that there is a there is this idea though. Do you remember that show? Everybody loves Raymond. I love that show. Yeah, yeah, I do too. And I, yeah. it's funny. But the in law, you know, the his mom living and dad living yeah. across the street and everything. Um, too connected, too interwoven in my mind. It's funny, but it's it's not. But you can live across the street from your parents or in your in-laws and be on your own. And some people could live across the country and not be on their own. It's a state of mind. Yeah. You yeah, know, as an true. independent thinker, of, you know, individually and wonderfully made we are, the fact of the matter is you can be right across the street and be away from home. So I, I think that notion, as a matter of fact, uh, Amberly, who we talked with uh, last time, mm-hmm. Amberly Hildebrand, who's graduated this program, she's from Amarillo, went to Randall High, and she came here and got on campus and had a tremendous experience, yeah. a campus experience 10 miles from home. So I, I think that's a, a misnomer. I did the same thing, by the way. But I did it after community college. You know, I played a little hockey when I was in community college. Oh, I didn't and, know that. Yeah, I was playing JUCO hockey. I wanted to be in the NHL, but my, myself and my mother were the only two people that thought I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I uh, <clears throat> so after that, I thought, you know, I'm going to get away, do something different. And I went I, I went to Texas A&M, and I had never been that's west a long of, way from where you were raised. I'd never been west of New Jersey. And if you wow. remember your geography, that's, that's pretty far east. Mm-hmm. And I only was in New Jersey one time. Uh, and then I went to Texas A&M. I got off in the off the bus in College Station. I said, "Lord, what have I done?" Mm-hmm. I, you know, was surrounded by guys in military. And this is a long time ago, too. This is the height of the Vietnam War and all that. It was a it was a great experience. I don't don't you think though? When I took my daughter uh, around looking for places to go, don't you think that ten fifteen minutes after being on a campus, you can tell? Yes, you can. Yeah. I'll tell you another story, um, a quick one. Um, this was about two years ago, freshman orientation. I bumped into a, a, a young man, a student, and his family, mom and dad, and they were from uh, they were from Tampa Bay, Florida, and they had six colleges they were going to look at, and the furthest one away from Tampa Bay was WT. So they they flew up to uh, Can- uh, Amarillo, came down to WT for the thing, rented a car, and they were going to drive back to Tampa Bay. I bumped into him on the campus, and uh, the father told me this story. And he said, uh, I said, well, uh, how did you enjoy it? He says, well, we're canceling the trip. He's coming here. Mm-hmm. One day. One day. One day. Yeah. You're right. I think there's a lot of people that feel that way. Yeah, they, you can just, you can. And that's what I say. To, just give us a chance. Yeah. Just give us a chance. Yeah, and, and put everything out of your head that you think you know about the place. And I don't care if you live across town. I had a group from Amarillo High on the campus one time, visiting the campus. 40 kids, and you're going to say, oh, he's making this up. I'm not. 40 kids. I said, how many of you have been on this campus before and looked around the way you are on this tour? 
Four of them raised their hand. They may have driven through one time. And I thought to myself, man, get a life. Get in the car on Sunday afternoon and take a ride. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to a couple of ladies that uh, took a chance on WT. And I think it worked out pretty well for them. We'll be back in about 30 seconds. West Texas A&M University is a student body that learns by doing and is always seeking opportunity. Talented and accomplished faculty that teach both in and out of the classroom. Programs that provide timeless information and meet the challenges of today's world. Facilities rich in technology as well as WT history. Now is the time to strengthen connections and open doors for tomorrow's leaders. Share your experience, share your heritage, share your pride. Part two of Reflections from WT, the heart and soul of the Texas Panhandle. Uh, and I uh, want to welcome you back as I welcome a couple of young ladies as our guest on this episode of the podcast. Uh, Madison Thetford, Katie Zimmerman, welcome. Hello. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. All right, so both of you are graduating seniors. Tell me how it feels right now. Well, um, this is Katie. <laughs> um, it, definitely, it definitely is, is sad, and um, especially I am graduating in three years, and so I could have like, extended it and not have been mm. in the midst of all of this. Um, but somehow I'm graduating early, and so it's, it's definitely sad, but it's bittersweet, and I'm glad that um, the university and other people are doing like, as much as they can for us seniors. We really appreciate it. Katie, let me ask you, since you, you were one of mine and you were in several of my classes, and how many, how many trips did we go on? I know we went to Philadelphia. Did we go on? Philadelphia, else? Washington, D.C. Um, here was one of the broadcasting competitions. So, yeah. so how, how important was that to you in your education? I actually talked about it in my graduation video. Um, I personally love traveling and getting to see new cultures and especially getting to network and learn professionalism um, in a different area. It was incredibly important to me, and um, like those are the highlights of. Of course, I love being on campus, but those are the highlights of my yeah, time at. WT. I think it's so important. And I I can remember the package, the news package you did in Philadelphia, and you did it on the rocky steps, and how that was really impressive. That was really good work. <laughs> Thank and you. That made me really proud, knowing that maybe you did learn a little bit while you were here. You were trying to rush me off, though. I was trying to film, and you're like, "Let's go," and I'm like, "Wait." <laughs> got to get this shot. <laughs> well, it's news. We got to get going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Madison, you are a business major, right? Yes, I am. I'm a yeah. business What's major. Your business memory? marketing. What's your favorite memory being at WT? My favorite memory, I'm also on the track team. Oh, really? So yes, my favorite memory at WT was getting to know my teammates and my coaches on just a different level. Um, we have a majority of internationals on our team. And so getting to know the different cultures on the track team was so fun. And those are memories that I will cherish forever, for sure. Yeah, is, is being a student athlete tough? Yes, it's a okay. lot tougher than people think. Um, we put, I like to say it's like a part-time job. We put about 20-ish hours in a week. Um, that goes from practice to taking care of our bodies um, in the training room and eating right and making sure we're staying healthy outside the track and on the track as well. Yeah. 
Let me, um, you know, I, I'm I'm one that's very committed to the this idea of the student athlete as a student first. A lot of people say that presidents mm-hmm. all over America, presidents of universities say that same thing, but I really do think we do a good job of it here. I think W, and I've been in a lot of universities. Uh, I think WT does a great job of allowing student athletes to be students first and also serious competitors. Our track team is very good. Yes, I've loved being a part of the track team. (laughs) (laughs) That's all thanks to the coaches, of course. But I do agree. Um, Our coaches always say student athletes are students first. And I can honestly say these past four years at WT, the professors have also worked with our busy and chaotic schedules. And I have not had one professor that has not worked with us through that. And so that's amazing that our coaches and professors can work together and make sure that we are set in the classroom and on the track to be able to compete at such a high level. I think sometimes, Dr. Wendler, I think sometimes student athletes get a bad rep in the classroom. They do. And, and I love having them because a lot of times they're more disciplined. Yeah, yeah, you know? very disciplined. Well, Madison, how many, how many hours so do, you, do you run? A week. Yeah. A week. We probably, there's a, these, uh, um, there is a set amount of time that we can go, but I would say on Monday, Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays are when we usually have our weight days. And so we will be on the track and doing weights for about three hours on those days. And then about an hour to two hours on Tuesday, Thursdays. So you're busy. And, and, and I think I, I agree with, uh, with Randy. I think that the discipline of, uh, taking care of yourself and conditioning and all that is very powerful. Mm-hmm. And yet here you get to meet international students. You didn't even have to leave home. They came to you. They came to me. <laughs> and I'm, like I said, I'm so thankful for that because my best friends are in Germany and Italy and Croatia and so many other places that I could, there's a whole list that I could keep going for minutes on (laughs) yeah right and right here in the panhandle right here in little old canyon yeah yeah i want to ask you both i want to ask you both i i always say that to me one of the best things about going to college is not just your discipline that you learn but the other things outside of your discipline that you learn tell me about something that you learned outside of your discipline i think one of the things which i guess this could go kind of being similar to discipline but um just time management and like taking care of yourself because I definitely went through a period where I was having a really hard time and I'd always been a student that was going, going, going. And I experienced what I thought was probably burnout because I Mm. didn't understand that I needed to take care of myself. You hear people say it, but you don't really understand that. So I think that's one of the most important things for students to understand. It's not just things that people say. If you want to be a good student, you have to take time for yourself and take some breaks and realize what's most important going into your future. Yeah, I think a lot of students make the mistake of trying to do too much. And there's, you know, that's one of the great things about going to college, especially WT, there's so many different things to do. And you got to you got to pick and choose. And and you were a part of uh, Rogers Lead WT, which is a really important uh, lead. I know you both were. But you've got the shirt on. Yeah, yeah, it looks good too. <laughs> Thank uh, you. That is a great. That is really a first-rate program. I am mm-hmm. so thankful to uh, Dyke and Terry Rogers for supporting that program. Yeah. It's an excellent program, and it, it's a kind of leadership experience you don't get everywhere. You want to say a word about that? Yeah, I know. Me and Madison could both talk for hours about Rogers Lead. That is my family. That is the only thing that kept me sane through college. Um, It's crazy because I didn't realize how much I don't like change. Um, And I realized every semester is so different. But 
through two years of my college remained the exact same through Roger's lead. And I just learned, I know how to be a person out in the world now because of Roger's lead. And it just brought so many great aspects of my life. Madison, what have you learned outside of your discipline, outside of business? What is the most important thing that you're going to take away from WT? I'm going to have to go with Katie on um, serving ourselves. I think that I've learned over the years to serve others, and I think that is extremely important. But before you can do that, you need to serve yourself. And through programs that are available at WT, I have learned to do that through preparing for the job force, you know, in um, the scheme of things after college, we're going to be going out into the job force. And I can say that I have served, served myself through better preparing through that, through the things that WT has offered. And that is things like mock interviews, um, career services has helped a lot with inner or not internship, or they do help with internships of gaining internships and networking and all of that different stuff. And so I have learned definitely to serve myself and take time for myself to focus on what I'm going to do to help others outside of college. Well, you both are seniors and Dr. Windler and I talked about it a little earlier. Let's talk a little bit about the virtual graduation. What's it? How does that feel to y'all? Are you excited about it or what? Well, honestly, at first I was like, what is this? Like, what are we doing here? And how is this even going to look like? But I'm really excited just because we need to, especially us that are graduating, we need to like take this time in because even though it's not what we looked like, it's the only time that we get. Of course, we can walk in December and there's other times to celebrate, but we really need to take in the moment and like, like live in the moment. And so I'm really excited to be able to watch that with my family um, and just to kind of take in what WT is doing for us. And I know WT wants to do the best for us. Did you use your video skills? I did. I used my (laughs) camera and I got a tiny bit creative with my video. So yeah. I can't wait to see. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to look at yours. Have you, have you (laughs) uploaded it yet? Well, I was, my Wi-Fi is really slow. So I was uploading it last night. It said 50%. So I'll have to go check if it, if it got there or not. Yeah. Yeah. Madison, what about you? Well, I do not have the same video skills as Katie. I think I did mine on my iPhone, and that's about as good as that's going to get. But um, in regards to virtual graduation, at when I first heard about it, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know how it was going to work, but WT has been sending emails and calling us and letting us know how it's going to work. And I think that it's actually a really good thing to bring my family together. I know since mm-hmm. this mess has been happening, it's we've been FaceTiming a lot more. And so I know that I can have FaceTime my family um, from all over the place and we can watch it together and we can all click on my video and see it together. And it, that's a, it's a way to bring my family together even through this hard time. Yeah. And, you know, you'll be able to, I think what's really interesting, you'll be able to construct your own video. So the provost, uh, Neil Terry, who used to be the dean of business, of yes. course, and now he's the provost, uh, you know, he'll do an introductory speech. Um, Chancellor Sharp is going to be there. The board chair, Elaine Mendoza, is going to be there. I'll give a short, and it's the shortest graduation speech I've ever given. It's five minutes long. Um, usually they're about eight or ten. Um, but we're trying to be mindful of the time. So in a half hour, you can see everything you want to see. We're going to have the national anthem and the alma mater. So it's, uh, you know, I hope, and I'm a, I admit, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very soft on uh, patriotism. I hope people stand at home. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I hope they stand when we sing the national anthem. I almost was going to say we need to put that in tape. Please stand wherever you are. 
Let's honor America. I, you know, and I, that's just me. I can't help it. I don't apologize for it. It's just who I am. And I, I, I'm thankful to be here. Uh, bad as things are right now with COVID-19, I'd rather be no place in the, on the planet. And I've been to a lot of places on the planet. I'd rather, no, right here, right here right in Canyon, here. Texas. All right. Well, ladies, traditionally on the podcast, I always throw a curveball. You ever heard of that? <laughs> This one's an easy one. This one's an easy one, I think. Okay. Um, so over over the COVID-19 uh, epidemic that we've all been uh, quarantined, I have done a lot, a lot of reading. I think I'm finishing my sixth novel now. Um, wow. I'm going to ask you guys, and you don't have to tell me what you've read over the break, but I, I want to talk about your favorite books since you're graduating seniors. Tell me about, and Dr. Miller, chime in too. Tell me about your favorite book. What, what book has been the most influential on your life? Well, I would have to give it up to Rogers Lee WT for um, not making me read books, but encouraging me to read books because um, that's something that goes into discipline and just kind of getting into the world that it's important to learn more. Um, so one of the books that we read was, um, it's the five. Five dysfunctions of a team. Um, and me and Madison were on the, the same team planning buff branding for that. And um, and so we took that book after we planned buff branding and went back and dissect how we did. And honestly, it was really hard because I know both of us wish it would have gone differently. But it was amazing to see in that book, this lady comes in and she just um, like does all these things with team and talks about false harmony within a team and how it's important to have conflict. And so I think that's really important going into the workforce, taking that because I know I'll need to be working in teams. Mm -hmm. And so that book was so great to be able to take that knowledge of working in groups in college and taking it into the workforce when I'll have to work in teams and now knowing that conflict is good and we need to make sure it's there. Yeah. We are all, no man is an island. We are all going to have to work in teams. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Madison, what's your favorite book? Katie stole my favorite book, so I'm going to have to go with a book. It's called Great by Choice, and I just read it recently, and my favorite thing about this book is it is about great companies that have succeeded in really difficult times and it doesn't it's not your normal leadership book it is a leadership book that is based on straight facts and that's why i really like that book because it really hits that a leader is not does not necessarily have to be more charismatic or um, all the great qualities that a great leader possesses but they it's how they react to situations in a certain point in time and yeah. so I know I'm going to take that away with me <laughs> and focus on the hard, straight facts of leadership. And that's something that is close to my heart um, that Rogers Lee has helped me with is um, leadership and how to be a great leader. Well, I know both of you are going to be great leaders someday. Uh, Dr. Winler, what's your favorite book? Do you have one? Oh, yeah. I've got a bunch of them. I, at the top of the list, and I'll just say this and then just leave it, but the Bible is my most is the most important book that I read, and I read it every day. Um, and uh, I've, I've got these Bibles that you, you walk through them in a year. Right. There's one in particular that's used with uh, navigators that I like a whole lot. Um, okay, that said, um, one of my favorite books is... Um, is uh, Titan. It's about John D. Rockefeller, mm. who in many ways uh, was a very tough and uh, demanding uh, person, but he built an enterprise, and some would say on the backs of others and so on. But to watch or to be able to read what I think is a fairly accurate account of his life and his work uh, in the oil industry, it's a powerful thing to read to see how somebody does that. Um, mm. 
um, I really, I, I really liked it. And another one that I really like from a completely different uh, perspective is uh, Bonhoeffer on the life. Oh, of, Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Yeah, yeah. Dietrich yeah. Bonhoeffer. It's an was it the one written by Eric McTaxis? Yes, McTaxis. Yeah. yeah, it's I a read great. That it's a great yeah. book. Um, just because you see what persistence can bring in a time when the world is literally falling down around yeah. you, and what it cost him. It cost him everything. So I, I, I will know. tell you. When I read that book, I read it on my iPad and I kept reading and I kept reading and I kept reading and I kept reading and I go, how long is this thing? And I finally saw the book in the bookstore and you know, it's, it's five a, inches thick. So yeah, yeah, you a, never know what you're getting into when you read it on your iPad. Yeah, yeah, so, no, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a big and but yeah. it's, it's really it's good. good and one. his yeah. life is, uh, it's a remarkable tale of commitment for him. It was commitment to Christ and, and, for me, that's foundational, but it could be commitment to a lot of different things. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just a, uh, a powerful uh, testimony of what it's like to be committed to something besides your, besides yourself. You know, I mean, it's, uh, and I think taking care of yourself, uh, like Madison talked about, really is critical. And that's not self-serving uh, because you can't, and Madison said this, just to reinforce the wisdom in this young lady, Madison said it, you can't take care of somebody else until you take care of yourself. I mean, you just can't do it. And uh, I think that's a that's a powerful testimony. Aren't you proud of them? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. I am too. I'm proud of you both, and congratulations on your graduation. Yep. Thank yep. you. Yeah, and thank you all for joining us today for Reflections from WT, the heart and soul of the Texas Panhandle. We appreciate you tuning in, and we are looking forward to 